0: You, what to do through the chip? They're gonna take over your consciousness with the chip. You're written out of the lambs by guys with a chip. If you don't stand the way they stand, they think you know nothing. I don't care. There are no other voices, no other people. It's only you. I don't tell them. Come on! They're going to pay you good money to take the mark of the bees. out. In pieces. They're going to tell you all your dreams to come true and take the mark of the bees. First the homeless will take the mark of the bees. Of darkness roams the zombified streets, targeting every individual. Or be, oh, no. man, woman, or be killed. Every man, woman, and child will take the mark of the beast or be killed. Every man, woman, and child will be a slave to the beast to be cloned. Every man, woman, and child will be, be a slave to the beast to be killed. That I got the music of the end, do I not have the music of the end? Do I have the spirit of the end? Time of rejoice. All right, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because you know we're going to have to uh, be gentle with our fellow brethren. <laughs> Because they're having a hard time figuring out that they're going to (laughs) die. Oh, so look, let me just make it easy for you. (laughs) Um, by all means, use the time wisely. Pursue your dreams, your goals, your hopes. And, uh... Just another day at the office, folks, but at the same time, you would be a complete blithering idiot if you were to miss this, <laughs> what's going on. I mean, you'd be, you know, or, or in such denial, you'd be an epic case of mental illness. Or you could be clear, look this thing straight in the eye, not afraid one bit, huh? Because we have the blood of Jesus, Jesus Christ. So we should probably, you know what we'll do, Trish? Let's uh, get a little uh, impromptu communion going, shall we? All I require is a little grape, I mean, you know, it's, I'm good with grape juice, how about, you know what I mean, but wine is fine, and you guys, if you got a piece of bread or some wine or something, let's uh, let's talk about communion with our Lord. Let's talk about the Last Supper, okay? Let's talk about the Judas goat, number one. Let's talk about the uh the Judas goat number one is this. It's the system that betrays God. You know, that hates God, that's in league with God, that says, okay, people that are Christian that are Christians around the world will they'll be persecuted by these other religions because they brought it on themselves or whatever. You won't hear that about, you know, any other religion really. He hears about some Muslim versus Buddhist, a little bit here and there, you know, a little faction, but I mean, it's not this epic, complete all the world against one thing, and that's Jesus. What is Jesus? Jesus is a what? A thing. Jesus is a man in the sense that he had the the human, had to come into the human bondage to to break the chain because only God could do that. But then that makes Jesus the door. That also makes Jesus the first and the last. That means there is no beginning and no end. Okay, the first and last means what? Let's try to speak in a way that I wish I had a pastor that could speak to me this way. Okay? The first and the last means there is no beginning or no end. Now just think about what I said. The first and last means... To a literal person, oh, there's a beginning and an end. There is no beginning and no end to God. If that were so, there would be, you know, you'd be looking for God. You know, you'd be the only one that qualifies as God is there is no beginning and no end. And so Jesus is the first and last, the Alpha and the Omega. Okay? The Alpha and the Omega. In other words, in that definition, the alpha and the omega. If you take it as, say, physics, it would be the entire quantity of all creation, and all, all you know, and dissolving all past, present, and future into existence. You know, and whatever that looks like, maybe we can't imagine it because it's it's um, hard to imagine when when you get to that to that level. But it's it's nice to think about because it's very comforting to think that you know you you you, you're when we say rest in peace you know what we mean is rest in God rest in the Lord there is no peace for people that die without the Lord I've seen it and listen I've seen a lot of uh conversions on the deathbed too my grandfather was one thank God that was a big deal uh It would have been it would have been nicer I think for him had he repented earlier on, you know. And uh I'm not sure about my father, I'm not sure about my mother. That doesn't mean I, I just have no opinion as to what happened there, you know, in death. I was there with my mother and there with my father, and I, I couldn't tell what where, what was happening. They were very out of, you know what I mean? They just kind of, they sort of glazed out. Uh, my brother, same thing. You know, so so when we talk about communion, you know, I, I very much think that the, you know, it's the spirit of the Last Supper, you know what I mean? the idea that, you will have this communion in remembrance of what God did through the whole story of Jesus, through the whole, um, you know, shedding of that blood and that shedding of that life, that bread and that blood, that wine. That so this very much goes along with what what Jesus said in life, which was, if you don't eat my flesh or drink my blood. You, you you can't you you're not uh you're not with me basically other places he said you know just believe in me and that's that's fine but uh i take that kind of seriously and i'm just going to riff on this for a bit so um we t- we 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 uh we appropriate the blood in our lives, because that's the only key that unlocks the door. So Jesus is very much the key and the door, and the doorway to what? To 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 everything, to all the dimensions, to all the quantum stuff. If you're quantum uh, fans out there, to all the uh, to all the um, accomplishments, all the perfection, all the perfect peace, the fact that you have. Uh, you know, I don't think many people have have really uh experienced a state of uh perfect peace and if you have you're very fortunate i mean you had to you know maybe in the you're out in the camping in the woods or in the desert and you you just felt that oneness with all things and there was nothing to do nothing to accomplish everything was just right so multiply that by an infinite amount of degree to the uh, sort of a, the 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 uh, you, know, you know the glorification of the human into the quote tabernacle of God. So you are the tabernacle to be, the tabernacle being formed, the tabernacle being born, the born again tabernacle that is still yet to be born. You see, and you know you're born now with the with the the, the, the actual seed of Christ growing within, right? But then this becomes something completely different from human, ultimately, right? A glorified being of any kind is no longer, you know, has a, no longer in, in, in a, a biological animal nature. A lot of the, 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 you know, the problem of man is that man delights in sin. I mean, we're just in our fallen state. And what I say, fallen state what i mean is we have a reflexive and reflective joy in harming other people especially innocent people that can't fight back now this is a sick thing okay this is something that every human being has just look at children when they play in the playground and how mean they could get you know this is just you know look at the, the, the the challenges you had on the uh playground and then you people that have identified as ti's look at the the troubles you've had with the gang stalking and then just utter meanness of people around you that would just want to see you dire commit suicide that dire commit suicide is not coming from a demon that's coming from human nature you know yeah whipped up by demons of course but that's coming from our very flesh our loins i'm sorry that we all have that within us I'm sorry that we're all capable of torturing an innocent person to death. I'm sorry that we're capable of do, using sex for every kind of perversion, except for what it was you know initially meant for. you know, in other words, sex as a modality of death. I'm sorry that we, we you know, you know, le- left if you let all these fetishes run, their course. Um, they all eventuate in death. Either to the to the victim who's playing out the fetish, say being uh trampled on by BDSM, uh, you know, you know, dominatrixes or whatever, ultimately leads to you know a, a a just a non-sexual and ultimately a bloody end. I first came to know about this when I went to this uh, movie on Hollywood Boulevard. I thought it was it was in the Egyptian or one of those theaters. I was like theater of blood or something like that, where it was just basically no plot, no nothing. It was just kind of like blood porn, okay? I didn't know that at the time, you know? And uh, so we're in there, and there are all these guys in there in raincoats, you know, uh, masturbating to the images on the screen and people getting their throats cut. And and I just, uh, you know, I never... You know, it took me a long time to figure out what that was all about. I didn't... I said, why are they wearing these raincoats, you know? <laughs> and uh, they're going at it, you know? So, yes, that's where it leads. I'm sorry that we all have that nature. Most people have that under control, but if they let it go, they become like these guys. These guys are not like an anomaly. These are typical people. These are people that have jobs as, you know, as policemen and accountants and, you know... uh, graphic artists and whatnot. These are people that uh, you see every day at work and, and, you know, this is their secret life, okay? So if you're honest with yourself about that, you know, and not arrogant, you you realize the need for, Je- Jesus is the, the, the answer to that need to do awful things to other people. And then many of you, have you know self-loathing issues I've, i'm in that category where i just somehow get i you know it's it's almost like getting off on beating myself up getting off on self-sabotage getting off on uh, degradation of getting enjoyment out of people um doing harm to me masochistic my daughter and i are we're, right we're pretty similar right Trish, francesca and i in that regard, I mean, she was more extreme because she was a cutter. She would cut herself. And, uh, and you know, when she was 16, she said, all I want to do is die. I just want to die, please. So it's, it was tough. My lasted as long as she did. You know, we're still in, and in, um, it's fine. Like, what is the date today? What is the date? Can you get a verification? 19th. Well, yesterday was the anniversary of her death. Did you know that, Trish? No. She died on July 18th. How long ago was that, Trish? I think we blocked it out of our minds. But she died, at, you know, July, we tried to make a Suicide Awareness Month. On July 18th, she died was that uh 2017, 20, or twenty eighteen right? It's not that long ago, but she had that uh you know that that issue with the flesh that that you know the only she unfortunately went to psychiatrist to get help with her phobias and you know she's becoming debilitated she's becoming disabled really unable to you know handicapped in the sense she couldn't participate in in human uh, interaction anymore. Because you see that that self-hatred grew and it grew and grew and only Jesus could take that away. No, you know, what of the drug you know, Zoloft and things like that. That's not going to take the thing away. That's going to, not you know, Xanax. That's not going to make it easier to go out and have dinner with somebody. It's, it's this... Uh, it's this, it's, it's where Jesus is the only one who can actually, you know, and, and of course, Jesus being, you know, the living, the very life that exists. is. is see, here's how big Jesus is. Jesus is actual life. The life that things, that things have on the earth is Jesus. The blood people have pumping through their veins is Jesus. The um, ether out there, you know, where the stars are or whatever, that's Jesus. And what's beyond that that is unknown is Jesus. And you say, well, that seems bigger than God." Well, no, it's not bigger than God. It's basically unlocking a mystery it's sort of a, you know, a mystery that uh, f- physics uh, poses when it talks about the micro and the macro. And yet Jesus is here within me, without which I would be left to my own devices. I would simply perish because, uh, well, or, you know, people say, well, you've got a burden in hell. Yeah, if there's, there's consequences to what we do, yes. So I suppose I'd face those, but, I mean, ultimately I would be discarded. I would have failed to to, to live the Satanists make a lot of fun out of being the dead, the cool dead guys. There's nothing cool about being dead. Being dead is being cold, being cruel, being used by another force that you can't see, that then takes the body over and and, and, and enters into it and manipulates it uh, you know, for its own use. Yeah, uh, the uh, what is its own use? The own use is to turn all into death. The plans that the evil oligarchs have today is to kill seven billion people. They have begun with their jabs and, and their therapies for COVID-19, which is a part of the mark of the beast, the first part. They've, they've, they've decided to give it in parts, and then it, 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 the nano uh, technology it, you know, completes the work within each person. The people that have the work completed comprise the beast, and they are the mark. The mark is the is the number of a man six six six, and this is the number of the of the beast. This is the number of the uh, um, you know the man and the beast are the same. It's you know, what's a person devoid of Christ it would be a beast. There'd be no no governance. There'd be no no. Um, hedge there would be no uh moral content there would be no you know it would just be like a feral being i know a lot of people fall in love with you know in the horror field in you know, horror movies you know it's funny most of the people in the horror movies are really sweet innocent people they don't think anything i'm talking about is real did you know that i've been around them you know because of just and, you know they they don't really appreciate me going deep the deep dive like I do when I write stuff. But I mean the thing is, they don't believe. They don't believe you know, it's it's funny. It's it's I mean, I've known a lot of, you know, witches too and stuff like that around the horror field where they do believe to a certain extent, but they don't know as much as we know. You have to understand that when you're dealing with witches, they don't know what you know. They talk about chakras, they talk about, you know, power points on the earth. They're still stuck back there. You know what I mean? Trying to figure out where the ley lines are. You know, I mean that I'm serious. They're they're ignorant by and large of the of the of the totality of the of the real. They know how to use sympathetic magic, and um, they know how to sacrifice people and children and things to to um, to to create. You know, a a uh, the reason children are sacrificed is obviously for uh, the benefit of those who sow to the beast system it's a collective so the 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 group gets a you know they're adamant about abortion because they have no other source of life except the blood it goes back to the old adage in the bible the bible is the most accurate thing there is by the way that's ever been put into print even if you can find anomalies and things that don't quite even with the mandela effect it's still numero uno okay and uh it's if it and it says there's power in the blood right now we can talk about the him power in the blood of jesus but no there's power in all blood there's power in the blood there's power in it and so when we're talking about things like you know human sacrifice it's to unleash the power in the blood for the benefit of those people that they may call themselves luciferian or maybe even atheist but uh they, they they all participate in bloodletting because if they didn't, they wouldn't be able to live. Oh, they keep it a secret, you know. It, it could be like a guy in a traffic accident and someone jimmied the, you know, the, the brake fluid or something. You know, something. But, I mean, it's all it's all part of it. You know, it's funny. When when Mike and I were assessing the L.A. situation, and he knew he'd been, you know, dabbling on the wrong side. He, they, I said, they're not going to accept you. Yeah, but they, 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 you know it's an internal thing he's he's got G, he knows jesus you know so he's he's he, he can't just join the satanist you know even though he's worked in that field you know and been involved in it and you know and around the satanist but he could tell me go you know when that guy died on the freeway that was a sacrifice i said oh i didn't know that he goes yep And he would tell me week to week who who all, you know, a couple of celebrities would die. You say which one was the, he kept track of who was the sacrifice for that week and who was sacrificed for that week. And he'd go on and on. We did did this for years. We talked about, you know, who was being, because you sacrifice somebody important, right? You know what I mean? That's like a big feather in your cap. Then that's a lot of power. And then they use that power to do sympathetic magic, to boost their, you know what I mean? But the way they do it is they don't actually get symbols. When you're very advanced, you do it all in your mind, right? Even Crowley was like that. He did it all in his mind in the end. Like he'd say, watch, I could make someone stumble and just stare over at the guy and the guy would fall over, right? And and so, you, you know, so he didn't have to get a little doll and throw it to the curb. You know, he, he'd gone beyond that, Ultimately, it's all the science of mind. It's a science. Witchcraft is really a science because it deals with um, quantum mechanics principles and and uh, and the whole thing that gave us the nuclear bombs, you know. So, so what is Jesus? Because boy, that sounds awful, right? Nuclear bombs, the land of the dead, having to sacrifice children more and more and more. That's why we have abortion worldwide. Abortion worldwide is the reason they're so adamant because it, it doesn't make sense. They seem so, like you take a little abortion away, they go insane, why? They need, you know, just like in the past, in the way back, you know, the sacrifices to Moloch was for the good of the community. It wasn't that they just couldn't wait to sacrifice their firstborn, but in the firstborn has the most power to bless the family. So yes, you'd want to sacrifice your firstborn and keep your secondborn. And so that's what they would do. And also with the temple prostitutes where I always getting pregnant in the temples in Ephesus and different places, you know, the Greek church, the, the later, you know, there was syncretism where you had paganism and, and, and Christianity kind of blending. So you had temple prostitutes, and then they would get pregnant, and those babies would be sacrificed to their God, you know, whatever, either to their God or whatever, but usually for the good of the, you know, bloodletting was for the good of the community. And so this is, you know, uh, it wasn't looked uh, at as like taboo or anything. It was just understood that, you know, there needed to be a sacrifice when things were going wrong. So bring in the United States. there's The United States is no stranger to such practices since we're based on a pagan system here. We're based on, um, you know, don't, not Freemasonry, but we're actually kind of based on Egyptian, Egyptian, um, and Babylonian uh, religions, in a sense, and um, that's where the Freemasonry has kind of taken itself to. And then, of course, if you look at, you know, you know the architecture and everything in Washington, you would think if you were an outsider and you just came to visit America, you would think, oh. Um, America is a Luciferian state based on the architecture of Washington, D.C., and the statues and different things you see there. Uh, Not by my design. Um, No, I think that uh, people would say, well, there's corruption came in. It was started good, but then corruption came in. I think the Freemasons have always been there, but there's always been a dark side to that, which is, you know, a man-centered, man-driven system rather than God-centered and God-driven. Wouldn't you agree? A lot of the wars have been just for bloodletting. Again, there's power in the blood. And these, you know, perverts, they know that. And there's power in hurting something innocent, hence the raping of uh, boys, let's say, you know, as an initiation right to be in society. But then that's all covered up, hush hush, because nobody practices stuff like that. There isn't any such thing. So all that is handled in our society, in our secret societies and guilds and clubs and you know different circles in society handle the keeping of that secret, so that you know people don't know that that's how the system works. So in comes Jesus, and, and all of that is debauched and depraved. It's complete, total depravity. You know what? What in this, those circles, how they operate. One hundred percent lying, one hundred percent depravity. And so, what do you think the politician? You can't even be a politician unless one of those groups vets you. And these groups are now—you know—they're—they're they're easy to see: the Rockefeller Foundation, the Carnegie Foundation, the old wealthy uh, robber barons that were here—the Huntington's, the uh, Carnegies—the uh, these are people that stole their wealth. They stole the wealth. They—they they didn't really earn it. I guess the Ford Foundation—you could say they earned it—but it was like. In the Huntington's, they stole the uh, the land to build the railroads, coast to coast, right? The slaughtering of the Indians, you know, (laughs) people complain about. Yeah, it's all it's all part of you know of the power in the blood thing and the and the realm of man, which is the fallen condition of humanity and the the mind control from the very beginning has been for all of us to see it as more like the Leave It to Beaver show or the Truman show or something where we don't see how it works. These Rituals and sacrifices and things are how the actual machinery of society works, and that's a a global thing. In other words, you can go to Ethiopia, you can go to, you know, Timbuktu, you can go to, you know, Saudi Arabia, you can go to Brussels, you can go to Paris, and you'll see the same people that are in those leadership positions practice the same things. So you'll be able to talk, you'll be able to communicate, okay? Because you all know what the what's required, okay. So, therefore, the antidote to that, right, to all of that it all it's it's not a um something to be proud of, <clears throat> or it would be out in the light of day. i mean they're they're going to try to bring it out at the last moment. that'll be like the last stand, right they're going to try to make it normal, but it's not normal. It's a system that involves perversion, blackmail. Uh, lying you know uh, you know you know using authoritarian uh, uh, torture on people, mind control, the rape of the mind, splitting of, of you know traumatizing mind control that you know the, the the big things they do for example like 911 was there to traumatize the people you know in other words to gaslight them because they know it was fake and so they, they can't you know Kennedy assassination all of this is about the taking over of the mind. By the state, so they launch traumatic things like that because they know then they got you. They have your control. For example, after nine eleven, you went to the airport and submitted yourselves to TSA. After the COVID nineteen, uh, you know thing got out uh, out of fear based mind control. You all submitted to the to the mask. You submitted to many of you are submitting to the jab, or which is a, a part of the mark of the beast. It's not the whole. The whole program—it takes a little while to implement, but it's all about nanotechnology rewiring your innards. You know, you won't even—you won't even remember yourself. Uh, many of you who keep who go the course of the state, you will—you will be lost forever. And uh, hopefully, you'll be able to uh, hear this word and be able to stop. You know, with any more jabs, because I think there's a there's still a, a way to recover, but. See, it's the nanobots are in you now. What they do is they they fuse, they wrap around your, your nerves in your nervous system, and they're spreading through your body. And they, uh, you know, so while you're looking at a, a spike protein to create a, an immune response of antibodies, other things are going on, are being built in your, you know, so that you can both... Uh, receive data and and uh, and also be controlled. In other words, you could be given commands that you will obey because your nervous system will be hardwired to uh, the AI, which is the beast, and you will just be a you you will be the beast yourself. I mean, the whole all the body human that becomes wired in that way and attached uh, is you know c- c- you could you could very easily call that the beast. So so this is you know. What man has wrought i mean this is this is um you know the the enslavement and the the genocide of the entire human race. this is how far man has evolved with his fallen condition, trying to do it on his own. This is the sad, tragic and pathetic place uh that man has gotten himself to where we are right now it is it why it's so sad is because with all the opportunities that we've had as a human race and all the, the, the technologies that could have all been used for good, these people and humanity has decided to use it for evil and to enslave and to, to do harm to others to boost themselves. There's always a reason to boost themselves. And the saddest thing of all is they wanna live, like, live on in cloned bodies you know, or some kind of body that won't, won't decay or die in this reality here, which is pretty much like saying, I want to stay in hell forever. Right. It's limited. You can't just, you're, you're not everywhere all the time. You know what I mean? You're not, right. They, they, if bodies would just be, you know, you know, like Jesus could probably appear and have a body and walk around and, and, you know, or not. I mean, you know, it, you know, it's, it's optional. <laughs> Forms are optional. You see what I mean? That's freedom. And then being stuck in some kind of a clone uh, where they think, oh, but we don't get to, then we don't die. Um, The fear of death is also a, a manifestation of the fallen condition of man. Okay. That's why I say if this is the end, we fear not. You know, if you can, I mean, just like what we've had to do is we couldn't just give up on our you know, filmmaking, because we felt that God wanted us to make films, and so we started, you know, we just kept going down the line. Uh, and as the obstacles came up, we worked around them the best we could. You know, but, but knowing that this the end could be any time. Knowing that, you know, you know, people are too overconfident. You know, you could drop dead any time, too. So you want to understand, you know, what Jesus is. Because of everything that I just laid out, Jesus is the cure for all of it, and of course, because it's God, it's the only cure. Do you know anyone else but God? Is there anything else but God? I mean, no, there is nothing else but God. When it's a God thing, it's a God thing. There's nothing else that will do, and no created thing will do, because that's of course another pathetic thing. When you're dealing with the Lord and the power of the blood, now. We talked about there's power in the blood. So, what kind of power do you think is in the blood of Christ, which is emulated during the uh, during our little get together today? We're going to have a little communion here. By the way, we're we're I'm working up to it. This is like the, this is your communion sermon, and I'm working up to uh, you know the uh, the moment of uh, you know fellowship and 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 all that. But what I'm trying to do now is you know make a last ditch effort to uh uh by using my intellect to um you know to, to to make people that are very cynical understand that this is no game this is real and i'm telling you 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 you're a fool and foolish and stupid to pass up the opportunity of christ it it's just <clears throat> of jesus christ it is just absolutely you know incomprehensible to me why, at this stage, you wouldn't think that you need help? Do you think you're going to beat Klaus Schwab? Do you think you're going to beat, uh, uh, you know, Joe Biden and uh, the corrupt Congress? Do you think you're going to beat the EU or the UN? And you're going, to, and even if you did, do you think you're so good within you, empty as you are, that you're going to be a, a force of good in this world? I'm not saying you'd be all bad, but I mean, you know, obviously, you know, there's, 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 if you're not getting your power from Jesus, the source, oh, the cowdies are going, I, I just heard that. If you're, there they go, there they go. If you're not getting your power from the source, then you must get it from the blood, the spilling the blood of your fellow humans. Now you can do it by proxy. Sorry if I, I know now. I heard myself yelling the other day, and I go, "God, that's so loud! It's almost even when you turn it down, it's almost breaking the speaker." And so I realized, if you know that I've heard some complaints, like when right when our friend there is driving in his truck, and then all of a sudden <laughs> scream, he's got earphones on, right? Oh gosh, sorry about that. Anyway, look. <clears throat> The uh you're gonna get your blood. Either you're gonna get it from God the the yeah, the, the, the blood that would be the most of, of which all other blood is is, is a is, is secondary. Or you're gonna go to the derivative to get your blood. There is power in the blood. If you go to the world then you join the collective that collectively lets the blood out of the innocent and you drink it by being a part of the system. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? I'm just trying to get to the Okay, so you, you can understand that 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 the collective system exists to 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 spill the blood of innocents. Do you understand that? The world exists to spill the blood of innocence. Whether it be war, it doesn't matter what what form it takes. It exists on the power of the blood. Likewise, so do we in Christ that that follow Jesus that are basically in this system, in this situation. The only place where we can actually have power—that means the power to stand, the power to. Be organized, the power to uh, have uh, to to reason, to have wisdom, to have guidance, to have uh, food, to have you know, to be fulfilled within, to carry on. It's either going to come from the world, or it's going to come from Jesus, because both are dependent on blood where there's power in the blood. We're told to drink the blood and eat the flesh of Jesus in the form of uh, this communion. We're to drink the blood and eat the flesh so that we may partake of Christ, so so we, we we bond into the Christ head, if you will, or the Godhead in Christ. And that connection, basically, is what we live on. We, if we were left to to our own devices, we wouldn't have, we'd have to find a way to have power. That would be, we'd have to be codependent then with other people at a collective, somehow, somewhere, some way. Even the homeless have their collectives. Or we couldn't go on. So when we plead the blood of Jesus, we're saying that that's the source of all power because there's power in the blood. But that blood, that particular blood, the blood of Christ, is the power of the universe, is the power of life itself, or or is the power uh, given to make existence exist. Is the power to fulfill or fill people with a sense of of you know of um, uh, I guess it's what children have when they're born. They're you know they're, they have a sense of you know, belonging, okay, belonging, and that sometimes that sense of belonging when you can when, you know you could call it a brother or a sister. Doesn't matter where they are. You can go anywhere in the world and you've got this connection. You know, and this is just on a really basic level. But on that very basic level, you're switching from one power source to another. One power source to another. Uh, the power source of man is based upon, um, you know, bad deeds. Now, I would say murdering children are bad deeds, but that's why they need so many children. That's why if you bring a child, you're allowed across the border you're giving that that life across the border in exchange for giving them that child, that they will then traffic to a, another location, and then oftentimes they get prostituted out and they wind up being a sacrifice. You understand that? The United States. Well, you might as well understand the place you live. The United States is the biggest purveyor of children that there is. The, the if you like, the biggest harmer, the big, biggest murderer of children that exist in the world today. It's sad but true. Um, you know before you go waving the American flag think a minute. It's sad but true. You know you can't get it you know Trump knew that and that's why he was trying to clean that up remember he made January human traffic and modern day slavery awareness month. And Biden tabled it. But that, that was the right thing to do, have it be the first part of the year, January, that the most important thing we do is to free these children and to stop sacrificing them. That's the thing we don't say. <laughs> to stop sacrificing them. And the appetite for blood is so great that we have world wars and you know plagues are like letting blood we have all this you know in the world we try to pretend in all of our rituals that we're not doing anything wrong but we are killing the innocent every day all of us who participate in the beast system are doing that the only thing that is becomes like a prophylactic against that is 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 you know, is when you are born again, you no longer need to do their rituals. You don't need to go to their parties. You don't need to, like, feed off each other. You don't need to do those things they do. You have a direct through Christ. I can do all things through Jesus Christ that strengtheneth me. All things and anything. You say, oh, well, that's the world, you know, you're trying to make a movie or music. or No, I can do all things. There is no limit. So wherever God calls you to serve, to do whatever, there is no rule. The world can say all it wants to, though, keeping people out of this. Keep... They love to, to put up fences everywhere and keep everyone divided and keeping people out and getting them resentful and jealous. And... Oh, they love it. They love all those games, but we don't, we don't play games. Our power comes from the Lord Our power comes from the shed blood of Jesus Christ and the body. The body is us, the body of Christ and the blood, the wine. And so this also includes at our supper table, if we're dealing with the last supper, it's going to include Judas. Someone here will betray me even before the night is out. I know it's you, Judas. Whatever you have to do, do it and do it quickly. I know it's you. But no matter you know Jesus already understood that his role was uh bigger than himself, his role was ordained by God, I, I should say, that he was the Lamb The lamb to slaughter, but also the lamb who is the king. Who has threatened the world with the wrath of the lamb. The lamb is eternal. The lamb also represents eternal life. Here's an innocent lamb who's a fierce, mighty warrior, a lion. And the lamb and the lion are one. Both one and the same. And all of this imagery you understand if you're in Christ. So we pray. Dear Lord Jesus, help us to come together and help us to, to make you accessible, Lord, so that you and your message that breaks the chains of all bondage will go everywhere to, 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 to explain to people that they need an antidote or they're going to keep going into a complete total hell, which they will anyway, but that that the antidote is always been near them, and they've always rejected it, because the world has been at war with Jesus from day one. Consider anyone who follows him to be completely insane. And when they say something like that, it proves the actual mental illness that they have of denial and things like that has reached such an epic point that in any other world that was based on any kind of common sense, they wouldn't be able to take care of themselves because they're that detached from actual reality. Okay. So let's pray. Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us together to have this beautiful time of uh, spreading your word and sharing with you, Lord, and sharing, as you've shared with us, the knowledge of the body and the blood and the life and the truth and reality itself, Lord. And we just are so grateful we get to come together and and have this uh, moment where we drink, and we eat in fellowship with you and in memory of you and and uh and we do not worry because we know you've overcome the world and that um you're guiding us every step of the way including this this one moment and we uh, lord we appreciate you so much for for making a, a time out of out of almost no time that we could that we could uh carve out this moment to celebrate absolute power, unconditionally and forever, that there's (laughs) free energy unconditionally and forever. Lord, we plead the blood over this show. We plead the blood that there would be understanding among the heathen, that is, people that don't know the truth, that there'd be understanding amongst them that they would understand what this is. It's not a man-centered thing at all. It can't be. So, with that, I'm going to take my piece of bread. I'm going to break it as I'm breaking the bread with uh, you all, but we're breaking the bread with the Lord himself. Thank you, Father. And I'm taking the bread now. Body of Christ. I'm thinking about all the things he's done for me all the things he's done for us all all credit to you lord all glory all reward all praise to you and you alone lord and now i take a sip of wine to represent the shed blood of Jesus and the power that's forever and ever, world without end. Amen. I can picture myself at the Last Supper doing this in remembrance of you anytime, even when there's some bongos playing. I'm so grateful. So grateful that, that with your power, Lord, anything is possible, including us succeeding and giving you all the glory rather than taking it for ourselves. I want you to have the glory, Lord. This moment proves that you are sovereign and nothing else is. Thank you, Lord. I'm sure this is going to be going on quite a bit in the future as you come closer to our understanding, as we come closer to your mystery. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for that fellowship there. I do feel uh, completely transformed and renewed. I uh feel that's the real Lord when 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 you get transformed when you get transformed and you didn't do it to yourself. And it's not some trick of mind control or some anything else. It's just this this thing comes over us, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, and just takes over. And that's why the words that I've said today were so succinct, because you know, we're reaching out beyond our group here, a little kiosk of of greatness in the middle of the sea of uh, disunity and failure of man. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. And so, therefore, when they say this, whether it be Klaus Schwab or any of these other kind of people. He's our big world leader, big wise man, huh? But he's already said in his heart, there is no God. And yet they worship something that could only be made if there was a God. How amazing is that? Is that completely ridiculous or what? So he's a fool, And even if he knows there's a God or thinks there's one, he doesn't have any accurate view of it because he's contesting with it. And how foolish are you to contest? You're a bigger fool if you say there's no God, but then if you want to contest against God that you think you could beat God or something something as absurd as that, that makes you an even bigger fool than saying there is no God. The fool says in his heart there is no God. I just need to improve myself improve our society. Do you think our society has improved? Anybody? No, of course not. Does anybody believe that uh, COVID-19 is a an organic, a natural occurring thing that just kind of got away or, you know, just sort of spread around the world? Does anyone uh, doubt that the entire thing is a uh, setup for the beast system to be implemented? Does anyone doubt that? If you like its agenda agenda twenty thirty. Does anyone doubt there's a does anyone doubt there's an agenda twenty thirty of which COVID nineteen is a big part in kicking off the countdown? So because we're in this countdown, is there any doubt in anyone's mind that the uh the one thing they want to do is kill as many Christians as possible, and not in fact all of them? And when you ask why are they so angry with Oh, well, they're genocidal because they're violent people. Because they're ignorant and because they're fools, they 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 only get excited when they're going to punish one group or another with the idea, with the idea that there might be some bloodletting because that's the only mode of power that they have because they're fools. So they sacrificed our best and the brightest in wars, in sacrifices, because they don't have Jesus. They don't understand. They use the good people to empower the bad by killing them. Oh, they hide it here and there. You know, like when Michael was telling me who was a sacrifice, I go, oh, "Gosh, how come this guy was sacrificed? He know, he tracks it. He'd, every week there'd be a sacrifice. It's amazing when you finally see it and you finally get on to what I'm talking about and you finally verify it for yourselves. And then you see the whole world suddenly. It's, 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 it's one big seething, you know child-killing blood-sucking monster we call the beast. And the only antidote to it is Christ. Jesus. And uh, they may be, some of them giants, and you know, maybe they toted it down some, but uh, people of God are not impressed with that kind of folly. The people of God are not impressed with constant lying and machinations to, to win something, to win, to get ahead of the other guy. You know, it's also a rat race, right? They're, they're letting blood, doing bad things, trying to extinct, the, the, the using the sciences instead of advancing, you know, technology to help people, it's there to hurt people down to, to spy, to lock up people that have the wrong view. I mean, this is complete backwardsness, stupidity, foolishness, idiocy, failure, pathetic, tragic. And that's the hardest thing, is to witness how pathetic and tragic it is, but have them root it on, to have them cheer it on as if it's genius when it's anything but, when it's retarded, when it's it's substandard, when it's sub-IQ level. And with that, folks, I think we've I think we made Jesus accessible today. And if you need to hear this again, you can play it over again. You can play it over and over and over and over and over again, you know. You can play it two months from now. You can play it five years from now. And it will be just as pertinent then as it is today. You can play a lot of my podcasts ten years from now. And it will still be as pertinent than as it will be today because the truth doesn't change. If there was anything else or another way or another system, I mean, isn't it interesting that the B system imitates the system of Christ, which is the shed blood? That's the system. And what is it on earth? The shed blood. Of, we don't have a lamb, but we have children. In Jesus, we had the lamb. You see, it's just this, it's a, it's a, a mirror So what do we hope to accomplish today? With our wonderful uh with our wonderful uh you know remembering of Jesus through eating the bread and drinking the wine, having the flesh and drinking the blood the the ultimate merge merger um we have access to all the higher thoughts all the all the uh, the, the the epiphanies all the uh, glimpses of what reality will be could be we have no fear of death we have no fear of the power of death because we are within inside life we are the actual energy of life that gives energy to life like the sun. We are the sun. In Christ, we are the sun. And all life goes through the sun. Isn't it interesting about these myths of old that they would fly through the sun, the portal of the sun, the square portal at the outside of the sun. NASA's film. You can go take a look at it. It's there. And when they get to the other side, they're transformed, supposedly, into eternal beings. I, I don't know what happens. I, 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 you know, they say it's a stargate. But whatever happens to them, folks, you've done the same thing. You, don't, you didn't learn how to fly in these big vehicles and fly through the sun, but what you did do is you went through the sun and in so doing, you were transformed into a different being, If you like, born again, but born again of the spirit, which is a celestial being. Celestial spiritual being that lives forever. And when your body is finally ready to be given up, you're simply opting for your spiritual body, which goes on indefinitely. And like I said, these bodies in the spiritual form, that become, you know, tabernacles of the Most High. If they take on a a form at all, then you have the perfect vessel. We're not great tabernacles right now for vessels for the Most High to occupy because we still have the flesh, which is conflicted and, you know, downward, downward, uh, in a downward position rather than outward and expanding. But we will. You will have more and more peace as we get further down the line. And uh, you'll be able to to trace it to this fellowship of the God, with God, uh, through Jesus. We got to go through the sun to escape. They have to go literally through the portal of the sun. We have to go through the sun, S O N. But it's the parallel is uncanny, isn't it? We're talking about Mayan ritual. (laughs) And when that didn't work, they start throwing virgins in the volcanoes or down their pyramids or whatever. In other words, the mistake made in the past... or mistakes made in the past was to um... well I'm not going to talk about them I'm sure they tried their best and what they were obsessed with was immortality immortality to beat this death thing that's what Klaus Schwab is obsessed with too and both in the sense of the Egyptians and the modern day uh, pagans Schwab is willing to sacrifice all the humans for his little adventure, just like Pharaoh would sacrifice all the slaves for his apotheosis. (laughs) I actually just don't understand. I guess the why, why is because they need to be able to verify, touch, see, and feel the miracle of eternal life before they'll subscribe, you know. If they could get a preview with Jesus, well, who knows? Maybe they will. Some have seen hell. Some have had near-death experiences and met the Lord and changed their lives. So, you know, there's always hope. But in general, humanity, there is no hope really in humanity. There's hope in individuals who will wake up and realize how accessible I mean, Jesus is accessible, yes, in terms of understanding the, the, the magnanimity, the, 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 the giant, uh, huge, all-encompassing nature. That doesn't mean you tell Jesus what to do. You say, oh, now I'm ready for my Jesus moment. You just get laughed at when you do that. I really believe I'm ready for my Jesus... What? Nothing. Nothing. I give my life to you, Jesus. Where are you? I don't hear from him. By thy will, am I saved? What does save mean? Save means I've been put on my eternal journey. Uh, world without end, amen. I mean, it's just, its There there is no beginning and no end. And I'm just in in the flow of of that particular reality. Therefore, every day here is great, but it's nothing diminished when death comes. I gain much more in death than I do staying alive. In fact, it's not even comparable. All right, so we're going to play a little song here, and then, of course, I'm going to call it a day. That wears me out. That that stuff. Why we bicker over all these differences? Stupid. Stupid. Why you wanna tell me what to eat, what to eat?